Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our cruise news at cruiseradio.net. On this show, we'll get a listener review of the Celebrity Eclipse Transatlantic Cruise. I cannot wait to go on that ship. You're not actually going with me this time. Which you just had to bring it up. I know you tip your hat to celebrity. I do. And uh, not this year you're not, though. Yes, I love me some celebrity. I ain't gonna lie, girl. But first, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. The soon-to-be Carnival Sunshine announced more details last week on its upcoming refurbishment. What is the latest? Well, the latest is uh, they're turning the back of the ship into uh, a Six Flags water park. Yeah. So <laughs> All that's right. uh, pretty uh, pretty innovative. Uh, they'll have uh, more slides uh, on board the ship than they will smokestacks. Wow. So uh, it's pretty you know pretty uh, interesting. Um, if you're into water slides, I mean, they will have five of them, including a 334-foot twister slide that extends slightly over the edge. I think it looks like it could be about a foot or two. Um, but uh, they're going to have 40, yes, 40 interactive water features, including a 300-gallon dump bucket. So uh, it sounds like it's going to be a lot more water than what we saw at the water park on board Carnival Breeze uh, this past summer on Europe. But uh, it is part of the 155 million makeover of, or not the make. See, they call it a makeover. It's really a transformation because it's going to go from Carnival Destiny, and when it comes out of the telephone booth, it will be Carnival Sunshine. Yes. So uh, pretty exciting, uh, you know, for for them, and uh, it will have the Guy Fieri Burger Joint. Which, uh, you know, I do hope the meat and potatoes are uh, a little better than what we uh, experienced. Well, did you see the New York Times review of I his did. restaurant? Oh, boy. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very good. But you know what? Uh, everybody can't be everything to everyone. Right. So, you know, you go try it out yourself. But, uh, look, you know, these guys aren't really chefs. I mean, keep in mind, these are people that were on TV and all of a sudden, look, everyone can cook and if you had a sparkling personality like yours you too could have a 500 seat restaurant in <laughs> times square That's but right. um you know they're also going to have the uh an asian restaurant on board a cuban themed night spot called havana bar a milkshake uh spot called the shake spot oh that's very creative and a another specialty coffee java blue cafe and um you know a pizzeria so uh, it's going to be a really uh it's going to be a neat ship so this is kind of interesting. Norwegian Cruise Line is hiking their rates in Hawaii. Now, is this expected with the demand of Hawaii? Well, I will tell you that Pride of America is doing great, uh, being the only uh, U.S. flag shipped out in uh, Honolulu doing the seven-night market. It is, it is doing, uh, it continues to do well, and I certainly would hope that at some point they're going to add a second ship. But uh, in the meantime, you know, when they want to, you know, companies want to raise rates, of course, they can only raise them to the point of what the market will bear. And uh, as of late, I mean, you could talk about, well, we're going to raise rates. That's great. But as of late, some of the rates have actually been dropping. So it's, it's, a, it's an interesting, it's a, it's a, sale, it's a, it's a sales tactic. Um, I, I wouldn't, uh, it, it doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. I would, if you're not ready to book, I mean, I'd certainly, you know, look, you book sooner the better. But uh, the Aloha State is, uh, you know, the, the prices will, will, will bear what the market, um, you know, dictates. I would much rather, you know, fly to Honolulu, 
spend a few days in Honolulu and then catch the cruise uh, to really make it a, an extraordinary experience because instead of about 50 hours in port and only three ports, uh, you can you can do an overnight in uh, Maui and overnight in Kauai. You get to go to both Hilo and Kona, where on the West Coast departures um, they get they they have no overnights and they don't get the Kona. So it's it's a big difference when you can get 85 hours of port time in seven days. And speaking of Norwegian, big move today, heading back to Houston. What do you think? It's actually huge. I, I'm I'm just so you know uh, excited for NCL now that they've got with both Breakaway and Getaway coming in 2000. 13 and 2014 it it opened up NCL to explore you know other other destinations uh, I don't believe unfortunately sorry mobile uh, I don't think you had a chance huh. Savannah Corpus Christi and Brownsville I don't think you have one either <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Brownsville to pop up <laughs> um, I, I think Brownsville is trying to get themselves a cruise ship and they may still have a better chance of luring the Lakers from Los Angeles but um, it's 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 a, it's a good move for NCL. They were the first cruise line to uh, debut there back in, God, what was it '97? So um, and and they were there for 10 years. So I think it was 2007 when they they wound up leaving, and no other cruise line has called uh, Houston home. So it's it's really terrific for Houston. Uh, it's it's going to generate uh, I think it was like 122 jobs. So you know one of the significant. Uh, economic impacts that the cruise industry makes um, are jobs, and you know they, they're going to bring in local purchasing because remember the ship has to be provisioned, so they will make uh, annual uh, purchases of about 3.6 million dollars, and uh, actually it was uh, 222 jobs will be um, created, uh, including uh, another additional hundred uh, jobs. So uh, and they think that uh, they'll they'll make a nine hundred and forty one thousand dollars state and local tax impact. So it's it's really uh, a tremendous uh, tremendous news for uh, for Houston. Well, in, in speaking of Houston, it was a, didn't I hear correctly about Princess Cruises something? Yeah, it's uh, there's there's the other part. Uh, today was uh, a big day for Houston because Princess Cruises, which is returning for the first time in several years to give the Houston area a second uh, go-around um, with Crown Princess this year announced that they are going to, um, instead of returning next year to Galveston, they too will be calling um, at Houston instead. And what that also means is instead of NCL will be there in, two, in the fall of 2014 and Princess's announcement today means that they're actually going to be returning in the fall of 2013. So they're actually going to be starting their Houston cruises a year prior to NCL, and uh, they will be bringing in Caribbean Princess. So that's going to be a pretty exciting opportunity for Princess Cruises. And, you know, a lot of the cruise lines, you know, Royal Caribbean and Carnival moved uh, and chose Galveston over Houston because it it was faster. It's a longer drive from the airports, but a lot of people are driving in anyway, so it really didn't make that much of a difference. You know, the beach had something to do with it, and it was also a shorter distance for the cruise lines to the Gulf of Mexico than, than Houston, which is one of the reasons, you know, that none of the lines, uh, you know, none of these other lines wanted to go into Houston. But this is a, a huge shift. It's, it's a loss for Galveston because they were counting on Princess in 2013. So that could actually put a kibosh on their, you know, future growth plans because they were really counting on on princess uh, going forward and with ncl in the market and choosing not to sail from galveston uh, it really does make it uh, a tougher 
sell. It will be very interesting, Matt, to see in 2013 whether or not with the addition of both Princess and Disney to the market on top of both Carnival and Royal Caribbean, will that put too much capacity in that in that market? So it'll be it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how how Houston because remember that Houston is the airport city for both the Port of Houston and Galveston. So right. it'll be interesting to see how pricing holds up. We already know that Disney had some struggles where they were they had to turn around and offer some kids cruise free offers and some lower than normal pricing. But that that may have had a lot more to do with you know awareness issues than just a lack of demand. So we'll we'll see how how it develops into 2013 and uh, uh, and, and how the cruise lines react. CLIA unveils more safety procedures for cruise ships, but they aren't that significant, are they? Not really. And what, what's very interesting is, I mean, they they did talk about I, I guess the 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 meat and potatoes of this latest move is that they're going to store more life jackets uh, close to the muster stations, you know, the light, where the lifeboat uh, embarkation points are. Right. Which my understanding was they said that previously. So what more, you know, did this do? They, they, I mean, really just stated that they're going to have even more than what is required. But what they're going to do also is they're going to lock down heavy objects, such as pianos and treadmills huh. All <laughs> uh, right. during these procedures. So in the event of a, of a true emergency, that the pianos and treadmills, which I was unaware <laughs> have caused uh, issues, including with the latest accident back in uh, you know, with Concordia, I was completely unaware that uh, treadmills uh, you know, caused you know, any, any injury to passengers as they were you know, attempting to leave from the ship as it was uh, sinking on, uh, you know, on one side. But um, hey, you know, look, I'm I'm totally up for the safe. I'm you know totally support the safety measures, and if that makes the ships and the passengers safer, then fantastic. And speaking of Costa, they launched a website to track the progress of the removal of Costa Concordia. Is that right? Well, the the companies that are involved in the project, you know, Costa, Titan Salvage. And um, you know the the Italian company they they put together a website called the parbucklingproject.com, which you can put on cruiseradio.net. Yep, cruiseradio.net will have the link, and it'll just kind of keep you update you know people updated uh, as to what uh, they're doing. Which currently, right now, it doesn't appear to the not much has uh, gone on at this point. But uh, the, the ship is still um, listing to the. Uh, starboard side, um, waiting for them to build, you know, finish the construction of the support so they can uh, tilt the ship um, and uh, ride it to the uh, starboard side and attempt to float it and then move it out. Cue up the timpani drum roll. A godmother has been named for the Carnival Breeze. Who is it, Stuart? Well, it is Alonzo Morning's wife, Tracy Morning, uh, who uh, Alonzo Morning was a NBA great uh, from the Miami Heat. And uh, he's, he's currently an executive, and his wife, who is very heavily involved with uh, various uh, community charities in Miami, is uh, slated to be the godmother uh, when the ship is uh, named in Miami on December the 8th. So 
congratulations to her. She's a very uh, great woman. Her husband's fabulous and uh, does a lot for the community. And uh, so that, that's, that's really, it was really a nice move. We have a listener question from Facebook. When planning Western Caribbean cruises, what Jamaican port is the best? Ocho Rios, Montego Bay, or Falmouth? Oh, geez, that's easy. I would tell you that Falmouth, hands down, is, is the best of the three. But the beauty of Falmouth is it's actually in between both Ocho Rios and Montego Bay. So in one day, you could actually experience all three. But uh, Falmouth is, you know, the, the port itself is still in the construction stage. The shops and restaurants and everything are still uh, in the process of opening. But the tours and uh, the, the experience are, are just, it's unparalleled and probably, you know, one of my absolute favorite ports in the entire Caribbean. So, you know, the, if you're on some ships and the other ports are not that big, I would go on a, I would go on a seven-day cruise just to experience Falmouth alone, it's that good. Of, uh, it's that good a port. Right on, right on. Thanks, man. Bye, buddy. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com Welcome to Celebrity Life Welcome to Celebrity Life Happy to have with us listener Carter Blumeyer from Orlando. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Carter. Thank you, guys. Now, you recently took a transatlantic cruise aboard Celebrity Eclipse, uh, leaving out of Southampton for nine nights. Is that right? It was actually 13 nights, nine total at sea. Gotcha. And you had uh, three stops. We started out in Southampton, then we stopped at uh, Le Havre, I guess, out of Paris, right, uh, about three hours uh, by bus, and then uh, Cherbourg, and then uh, Punta de Gala, and the Azores. Awesome. Three stops. Well, first tell us about embarkation. Was that a smooth process? It was very smooth. Um, you know, it just it was a very eclectic, um, very nice, uh, met uh, with white glove service and champagne. Couldn't have asked it for any more for our honeymoon. Oh, how about I did not know that. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Right on. Well, congratulations with Thank all you. that. Uh, I love celebrity. I'm a big fan. And, nah. uh, not a fan of marriage, though. 
No. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> my first one. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, you certainly couldn't get to your cabins right away, so you're enjoying some of the public spaces. Tell us about those. Public spaces, they were also uh, very just just right on for what it's uh, what they're asking for the from the customer and what I mean by that is is you know they tend to get most of the high-end people uh, older crowds when it comes to that expecting that uh, just eclectic service and that's exactly what what we got the spaces were, were gorgeous the places were wonderful one of my favorite place was the lawn club up on the top deck I love that area it's a whole I think a quarter acre of just uh, pristine green grass I'd love yeah. to hang out up there yeah, I, I say this every time, and I, I, I think I equate it to like a five-star New York or Miami hotel vibe. You've got this real contemporary feel with some retro accents and just a really cool, groovy, um, I think, hip ambiance. <laughs> Hip is a is a good word for it. Although you know, being uh, forty one and and uh, first marriage, and you know, we got tired at close to you know nine ten o'clock at night, and most of the crowd in the sixties and seventy year olds, they were up to one two o'clock in the morning just boogieing on down. That's it was kind of interesting. This cruise was kind of unique only because of the fact that uh, it. Uh, held a lot of more uh, Captain's Club members. So those are the people that travel all the time with celebrity. There was at least almost, I think, about 2,000 of them on board. And uh, that's people that probably traveled more than 10 or 15 cruises in their, in their lifetime expect more. And most people we, we ran into, I mean, they were on 30th and 40th cruise. And I think there's a lot of class on these ships. And, uh, you know, you get, you get uh, passengers who, who dress dress nicely but it, there's but the, there's not this air of pretension i think no not at all not yeah. at all everyone's real laid back and just there to have a good time i love it uh, now how were the cabins cabin was actually very spacious we had an interior room uh, in the um, lower section uh, being first transatlantic for myself and uh, my wife we wanted to be kind of low and center and that's kind of what we did and and just being there, it was, seas were not rough at all, but uh, it was a fantastic room. We, were, we had more room than we've ever seen in, in a lot of other cabins. Celebrity is known for their food. In fact, they have um, quite a few dining venues on their Solstice-class ships. What was your take on the food, and what was your favorite venues on there? Oh, the food was fantastic. Um, I, I couldn't, have, couldn't have asked for anything more. Anything you really wanted, they would, they would do for you. But as far as especially restaurants, just, you know, the cuisine is their... One of the ones I highly, highly recommend. I think we went there twice, if not three times. Um, and it's just the way they present the food. They're all kind of a tapas-style bar, tapas-style uh, food. But they, just the way they present it, everything is just fantastic. Um, did you enjoy any of the sushi lollipops or the pop, popcorn? <laughs> what was it? The popcorn? Uh... The, the popcorn uh, shrimp thing and the uh, sushi lollipop. And then there was the lobster lava cake. Fantastic. Uh, what I love is the fact that um, they have the uh, iPads, so you can place your order, but you can also email yourself drink recipes or, yeah. or, or something like that. Isn't yeah, that which was cool because in 2010 when it came out, it was like cutting edge. Totally. I mean, it still is kind of cool, but yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. We emailed uh, a couple recipes, uh, some wines that we picked out uh, just so we can get them back when, when we get on, uh, on shore. And uh, yeah, that was fantastic. What do you think about Murano's? Murano's was, uh, it was nice. I just, I, you know, we got there a little bit too late to actually get in to eat there. Um, but we, we did stop for lunch, but, uh, but for the most part, it was one that uh, I really enjoyed looking at the menu, but I just didn't get a chance to get into it.
Isn't there one shit? What's the restaurant called on the aft there? Is it the Tuscan Grill or Tuscan something like Grill. that? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's an Italian style uh, restaurant. Um, you know, some steaks and and uh, pasta dishes and things, and that, that was actually very good. Cool. And what was the surcharge there? Do you remember? That one was uh, that one was twenty five dollars. Murano or uh, Murano's was thirty five, and also the um, cuisine was thirty dollars, I believe. Now on Eclipse, do they have a grill in the Grass Club area where the glass blowing used to yeah. be, or is it no. still up there? The glass blowing is still there. Oh, it, it is. It's a neat show. Uh, I think Reflections they they have now put a uh, grill a bar and grill there, according yeah. to other. Um, That's what it is. People that were there. Yeah. We should know that. <laughs> I haven't been on Celebrity since we went um on the two thousand and ten. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going in two weeks on a uh, reflection. I thought the glass blowing was really uh, neat, and um, I, I like the fact that the guy was explaining they use it's an an electric kiln mm-hmm. or whatever. Correct. Instead of uh, fire, obviously. Yeah, you don't want fire on that no, ship. No, bad fire, bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, tell us about the entertainment. Oh yeah, um, one of my favorite things that I did. They have these things called Beyond the Podium. Um, these are guest speakers that come in to speak about uh, either life experiences or things that they that they do in life. And uh, one of our favorites uh, was a guy by the name of Jim Kennedy, who was the former uh, director of uh, Kennedy Space Center. And he had just fantastic stories. He talked about, you know, the shuttle missions, talked about man flight missions. He talked about, you know, robotic missions and just everything about it. And we, we didn't miss a beat of him. And he would pack the, the, the theater with five to four to five hundred people, I would say. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Those beyond the podiums were really good. We had one guy talked about automotive history and the Model T's um, and just, uh, you know, all about Detroit. That was fantastic to see. Uh, the shows were, were really good. They were all, uh, all I want to say, I'm used to going to uh, ships that are very, um, uh, from a Disney to Royal, where it's, you know, it's, it's a very uh, Broadway-style show, and it's kind of the same thing over. This one was kind of, they had all sorts of people. We had an entertainer there from, that was an Elton John entertainer, who was fantastic. We had acapella groups, we had a comedian. Um, was he, but, a, by, by the way, it was uh, he an impersonator? Did he dress up and all that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, awesome! Yeah, it was uh, it was really really uh, fun fun to see, and and uh, he he did a really good job. It was spot on, but uh, most everything you know as far as that entertainment, as there was so much to do. Even though we were you know on the ship for so long, we were all concerned about not being able. You know, we've been on Oasis of the Seas, and there's all there's a ton of stuff to do there, and you know because it's so big. But here we thought it would be a little smaller, and in so many days at sea that uh, whew, we we didn't we we ran out of things. We we didn't get as much as we wanted to get done. One cool thing about the Solstice class, did they have like Cirque shows on there, like uh, like Cirque Soleil type uh, acrobatics and stuff? They do. They do have that. That was uh, really cool. It's their own style. Um, it wasn't actually a Cirque show, but uh, it's, but it's the same type style. So doing a transatlantic cruise, you have lots of sea days, and I've never done one personally, but like, how do you kind of kill the time during the day? Does celebrity kind of plan your day out, like where there's tons of activities all the time, or what's going on there? They do. They they have every as I said everything from like those speakers to dance classes to, um, geez, uh, you know, just people at the the hot glass show. There's there's the DJ at the pool. There's Texas Hold'em tournaments. There's, uh, you know, crap lessons. You can do, um, you know, shopping. Of course, they want you to shop. Of course. Um, yeah, they had even had an Xbox Connect uh, competition there where people get and play uh, darts or uh, baseball or softball, which was interesting. And, um, you know, just to, there was always something to do all day long. Um, and uh, as I said, we, you know, it, it would top on, things would be on top of each other. So, you know, one day you would do one thing, but then you would, you know, you go do the next thing that was at the same time, you know, just so that you can get it all in. But, man, oh, man, it was, it was fantastic.
Carter, in your opinion, for someone who's never sailed celebrity, what would you say is a good reason uh, to sail celebrity? If you just like to be very quiet and quaint and just be with the person you want to be with, as well as just relax. I know cruises, you, everybody relaxes in cruises, and a lot of people bring a lot of families. And they do have, they had some families there, but not very many children. I think there's maybe 50 or 60 kids there. But, uh, but at the most part, uh, it is just a, it is a really relaxing, very quaint if you want to be pampered. Um, and, of course, if you're on your honeymoon, they did a fantastic job. I mean, the, 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 um, the cruise director, Jason Ward, he was fantastic. He went up, of and beyond for us. And I can't thank him enough for making it so memorable. Right on, right on. What's your favorite part of the ship? The lawn club, I'd have to say. Yeah. Uh, just, it was, it was, it, it, I can't. I have no words for it. There's, there, there's <laughs> nothing like the feel of real grass well, under, your feet, it, under your bare feet. It was mm-hmm. funny too because whenever we got on it, people. I mean, you would have thought they've never seen grass before. Yeah, that was kind of. Uh, funny. They were like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, and you know, they have a guy come out and he would sing on a guitar and, and play at night, and they would have you know champagne or, or you know wine and cheese night, and they would put out little chairs for you, those uh, camping style chairs that you know you just sit back and. Some blankets. Blankets were all over the place because it was chilly at first, and then it got warmer as we got down. But you know, they, they're they're prepared for it. They really are. They had a pool inside and a pool outside. How was the seas coming over? Uh, it was it was actually fantastic. Uh, we we uh, I think we hit rough seas in the Caribbean right before we got home. Believe it or not. Oh wow. Oh. And uh, disembarkation. Another smooth process. <laughs> Smooth for celebrity, not so much for Customs and Border. Well, it never uh, really is, is it? No, it's, it's not. Uh, you know, and, and they have no control over it, as, as, you right. know, as you know, once you get off the ship. Right. But, uh, they, uh, you know, we, we, we didn't dock in the Oasis uh, terminal, which is we came into Fort Lauderdale. So I was expecting, since you know, it's part of Royal, that that's where we go. But we didn't. We went, uh, I think it was 21 dock. Ugh. And it just wasn't as, as fast or as, as convenient as it would have been if we had gone over there. Yeah, you can't beat Terminal 18 there. It's so nice. <laughs> no, I know, I know. The, um, that's the one that has, like, uh, that's your brand new one, I think, right? Yes. Terminal yeah. 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very good. Listener Carter Blumeyer from Orlando, thank you so much for sharing your celebrity eclipse uh, experience with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we have an app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. And if you want to get caught up on all of our cruise news, which there hasn't been a lot lately, but um, it's because I've been really busy. Oh, so it's all about you and your schedule. Dude, bringing, bringing big artists on in front of thousands of people yes. and all, all kinds of stuff That's we're doing. That's right. You introduced Joe Nichols last yeah, night. Yeah, it was a good time out good there. Time. You know, uh... well, I'll tell you, you're coming up. I'll tell you, we're well, talking yeah. the industry talk here. <laughs> Cruiseradio.net. Sign up for those daily cruise news updates. From the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Yeah, this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.